Hi, I'm Alex Rubin, and you're listening to Grace to Your World, a teaching ministry focused on providing an understanding of God's grace, which will empower you to change your world and live the overcoming life. Now, to find out more about our ministry and to access other free resources, simply head to alexrubinministries.org. And with that being said, let's get into today's teaching. I want you to see something here in 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, uh, verse 13. Um, and uh, this is what he says. Verse 13 says, he says, For this cause also thank we God without ceasing, because when you received the word of God, which you heard of us, you received it not, check this out, guys, you received it not as the word of men, but you received it as it is in truth, the word of God which effectually worketh also in you that believe. And so what I want you to see is, is that in order for the Word of God to effectually work in your life, you got to give the Word of God its proper place in your life. You know, the worst thing you can do is, is you know, treating the Word of God uh, as just a common book. You know, some people that say, oh, Alex, you know, the Bible is a book of ancient literature. You know, someone said, well, Alex, the Bible is quite interesting. It's a book of poetry, a book of ancient literature. It's man's ideas about God. Well, no, okay, <laughs> no. You wanna throw that garbage out the window. You wanna throw that garbage out the window. You see, I want you to understand, I want you to understand what he says here they received the word of God, not as the word of men, but as the word of God, you see. And so sometimes people are having a hard time uh, seeing the word of God working in their lives, <laughs> you know, because you simply, frankly, man, you, you haven't yet purposed in your heart that the Bible, praise God, is the inerrant, authoritative word of God. You see, this Bible, I want you to understand, uh, it does not... Um, what we have in these 66 books, guys, in this Bible, this is not man's writings about God. You see, I want you to understand that what this is, is God's revelation to man. That is very, very important. You see, the most important decision, well, one of the most important decisions you can make as a believer is to purpose in your heart that you're going to believe the Word of God. You see, I want you to know, guys, that I believe whatever the Word of God says. I want you to believe, I, be I want you to know that I believe everything from, from Genesis to Revelation. Amen. I even believe the book of maps, okay? <laughs> I believe everything uh, that is in this uh, Bible, you see. And so what happens when you begin to give the Word of God its proper place, well, now it can start uh, to work in your life. Now, I will say this as well. Uh, you you want to make sure that you're uh, rightly dividing the Word of Truth. Uh, some people reject the Bible, you know, because they, they just don't know how to put it all into context. Or some people don't know how to reconcile the New Testament uh, with the Old Testament. Uh, and in fact, well, we'll be teaching on that. Uh, later on, once we're done with this series, I think we're really going to get into some some things that really show us how to rightly divide the Word of God, uh, because that's important. You know, uh, you know, you can't just take any verse of Scripture out of context and 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 think you know that's going to give you an accurate picture of God. And so, see, this is why God gave teachers in the body of Christ to really help us how to uh, how to read the Word, you know, and and how to really get the clear uh, picture of God. And simply put, man, what I want you to know about the Word is that ultimately, 
it's all about Jesus. <laughs> you know, I want you to know, man, uh, Jesus does not just show up in the New Testament. No, there's types and shadows of Christ all throughout the Old Testament. And so Jesus has to be a reference point. The only way you can get a clear picture of God, as I said earlier, the only way that you can really know how to rightly divide the word is, is Jesus has to be at the center of it all. You see, you want to see the word always through the lens of the cross, through the lens of the finished works. You see, praise God. And so what I'm saying is, is, is this, <laughs> is, is you just want a purpose in your heart that you believe the word of God. Somebody says, Alex, I don't understand it all. Well, friend, so what? <laughs> yeah, I don't understand it all. There's stuff in this Bible. I don't really, I, I don't know. I haven't got a revelation on that yet, you see. But there's something very humble about saying, I don't understand it all, but Lord, I believe your word. I believe your word. I want you to say, I want you to say out loud, say, I believe the word of God. I believe the word of God, you see. The Word of God has to be the final authority. And he says in, right here, this is what happened with the Thessalonians. When they heard the Word, uh, when the Word was preached to them, he says, he says, For this cause also thank we God without ceasing, because when you received the Word which you heard of us, you received it not as the Word of men, but as it is in truth, the Word of God. And you see, when you receive it that way, he says, now it effectually worketh in you that believe. You see, when you understand that God and His Word are one, when you understand that, that, that when the Word is on the inside of you, that's God now working on the inside of you, well, now that Word that's on the inside of you is going to be creating some transformation in your life. You see, like I said earlier, man, the stuff you used to want to do, you know, let's get wasted, let's smoke some weed, you know, woo, <laughs> you know, that, that kind of thing. Um, you're not going to want to do that anymore, you see. Well, how, how does that happen? Is that a word working on the inside of you, friend? It's God working on the inside of you, changing your desires. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Uh, look at John 15. John 15, uh, verses 4 through 8. Uh, you guys getting something out of this tonight? Praise God. And so, and so I want you to really just, you know, begin to incorporate that. I want you to really understand that the more of this word you have in your heart, the more God can now reveal himself in your life, and the more you're going to begin to see uh, the fruits of salvation uh, showing up in your life. Look at what Jesus says here in uh, John uh, 15, starting at verse uh, 4. Uh, this is what he says. Verse 4 says, Abide in me, and I in you. Now, to abide means to remain, or it means to, uh, to dwell. And so what he's talking about here is, is dwelling in him. Is, is living your life in Him. And so in other words, what he's saying is, is live a life of, of dwelling in His presence, practicing His presence, the presence of God. And so he says, Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. He says, No more can you, except you abide in me. You see, 
praise God. You see, heart knowledge of God is all about you understanding. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. It's about you understanding your unity with Him. You see, that, that branch, that, that, that vine, that branch, you know, the branch is not separate from the rest of the tree. The branch is not separate from the vine. No, man, it's one tree. It's one tree. You see, when you got born again, man, I want you to understand, you were born into the body of Christ, and so you now became part of the Jesus tree. <laughs> you know, you became part of, of the Jesus tree. And so what he wants to do now is he wants to use your life as a vessel through which he can manifest his goodness. He wants to use you as a branch uh, to, to, to bring forth fruit. And what is that fruit? Well, that's any kind of fruit you can bear. That's the fruit of the Spirit. That is you seeing the promises of God in your life. Uh, that is you being blessed so you can be a blessing uh, to, someone, to someone else, you see. But look what he says, guys. He says, the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. Uh, and he says, no more can you, except you abide in me. And so abiding in him is crucial. Uh, a lot of you guys, you know, you may be having trouble uh, bearing fruit. And the truth is, you're having trouble bearing fruit because you're trying to do it on your own. I want you to understand. I've been saying this quite a bit lately, guys, since we started on this series. I want you to understand that you were not created to function effectively apart from God. And so that means, in other words, the only way for you, the only way for your life to work is by you living in complete dependence on Him. You see? So, 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 so you're having trouble maybe bearing fruit. And the, and the truth is, that you're just struggling so hard. You know, Alex, I'm, I'm trying to get rid of this habit. Alex, I'm trying to do better uh, with my temper. Well, hold on, friend. What I want to encourage you to do is, is just come to Him. You know, say, Lord, I'm struggling in this area. Lord, I know I can't really bear fruit in this area without You. And so, Lord, I just, I need You, Lord. There's something very powerful, guys, about saying, I need You, Lord. You see, the world teaches people that that is a weakness. And they think that strength is, you know, self-effort. You know, well, let's just go and make this thing happen. No. The kingdom way is you living in complete dependence upon God. The kingdom way is you knowing that you can't do nothing without Him. You see, man lost the knowledge of God in the, in the garden. What they received in exchange was the knowledge of good and evil. And you see, knowledge of good and evil is, goes deeper than just knowing, you know, right and wrong. No, the knowledge of good and evil, you're operating in the knowledge of good and evil any time that you try to be good without God. I know this might be radical, but any time that you try to prosper without God is you operating in the knowledge of good and evil. Any time you're performing by the law, that's you operating in the knowledge of good and evil. And so what do you do instead? You say, Lord, I need you. Lord, I can't do nothing without you. And so now, your depending on him is not this cry of desperation. No, your depending on him is, is really just saying, you know, Abba, <laughs> Daddy, help me out here. Help me out here. You know, this is what I do, guys. I, I'm, I'm not afraid to share this. I want to be transparent. You know, this is what ministry is. And I don't want you to, for a second, think, guys, that I'm someone who thinks I got it all together. I don't. You know, I'm a work in progress, just like anyone. 
um, and uh, and I'm not someone who really necessarily knows what I'm doing. I, I'm just, you know, I, I just need, I just say, Lord, I need you. <laughs> Lord, show me what, how to do this thing. Uh, Lord, how do you want me to go about this, this ministry? Lord, how, uh, help me to have a, an understanding of your word so that I can share it with your people. You see, that's where I live. And so one of the most powerful things you can do is you, you get up in the morning, man, and your first words are to him. You thank him for another day. Uh, you thank him, you know, just, 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 you know, man, you got up today, your heart is beating, you know, uh, and then you say, Lord, now teach me how to live today. Show me how to live today, Lord. You see, all of this is part of you now dwelling in his presence. And that is part of you abiding in him, you abiding in him. Praise God. Say out loud. I'm. I'm abiding in the vine. I want you to confess right now, say, I bring forth much fruit in my life because I abide in the vine. Amen. Look at verse five. Verse five, he says, he says, I am the vine. Jesus says, I am the vine. You are the branches. Again, the vine is not separate from the branches. He says, he that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit for without me, you can do nothing. That's what I've been saying, you see. Without him, we can do nothing. That's, that's pretty, I think that's pretty awesome, guys. <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, because, you know, without him, we can do nothing. But how many know the Bible also says we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And so sometimes people get stuck there. And, you know, they've been trained and taught to think, well, Alex, you know, uh, you know, the Bible says we can do nothing, uh, Alex, we are nothing, we can do nothing, you know how it is, Alex, we're just old sinners saved by grace. Well, friend, no, <laughs> you see, it's true that without him, we can do nothing, but may I remind you, we're not without him. We're abiding in the vine, amen. It is true that without him, yes, we are sinners all of us are without him but may i remind you you're not without him you see i want you to understand that you are not a sinner saved by grace no you're either saved or you're a sinner if you're a sinner you need to get saved you see i want you to understand that if you're a born again you're no longer a sinner no the bible now calls you a saint the bible calls you a righteous you see and so you got to begin to see yourself the way that god sees you in christ the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You're not righteous in yourself, <laughs> but in Jesus, you're righteous. You see, someone says, Alex, I'm not acting like it. It's no longer about uh, your, your, your uh, acting like it, friend. You see, it's, it's not your, uh, you know, you got to stop letting your, your behavior determine your identity. You see, your behavior does not determine your identity. Your identity determines your behavior. The day you believe that you're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, that's when you're going to start acting right. You see, praise God. Look at verse 6. He says, he says, if a man abide not in me, uh, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered, and men gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. Verse 7, he says, if you abide in me, now this is what I want you to see, how do we abide in him? How do we dwell in him? How do we practice his presence? He says, if you abide in me and my words abide in you. His word abiding in you. He says, now you shall ask what you will 
and it shall be done unto you. You see, and so when you abide in him, you got his word in your heart. He says, you can ask what you will and it'll be done unto you. Well, let me qualify this, you know, Someone says, Alex, we can ask God anything and he'll do it for us. You know, <laughs> someone says, well, you know, Alex, uh, you know, I, I, I asked God, you know, to give me, uh, you know, I asked God to give me, uh, you know, that, that, that man's wife. I want that guy's wife, you know, and I believe God is going to give me to her. Well, no, <laughs> that's not how it works, you know, <laughs> you see, because when you abide in him, I want you to understand that, 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 that his word abiding in you is changing you. Remember, the word is working in you effectively. And so the word is going to change you. And so the word is going to begin to shape your asking, is he? And so you can ask with confidence and believe that you receive because if, if you're in his word and his word is in you, you're not going to ask anything that's contrary to the word of God. <laughs> you know, you're not going to ask for another person's spouse. You know, <laughs> you're not going to ask for favor while robbing that bank. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, that's not going to cross your mind. No, 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 guys. You see, when you, when you live in the Word, that Word is going to mold and shape you. And that Word is going to shape your asking. And so now your asking is according to His Word. Your asking is according to God's will for your life. And He says, when you ask from that place, man, you can expect to receive. He says, you'll ask and it shall be done unto you. Look at verse 8. He says, herein is my Father glorified. How many of you want to bring glory to God? How is God glorified? He says, herein is my Father glorified. Praise God that you bear much fruit. So shall you be my disciples, he says. And so a disciple is a fruit bearer. God is glorified in us bearing fruit. Now, once again, uh, we struggle with bearing fruit when we try to do it in our own self-effort. That's not how it works. You abide in him. You practice his presence. You meditate his word. And now you say, Lord, help me. You know, someone says, Alex, I don't know if I can really do well with meditating the word. I always get distracted. Well, here's the thing. Rather than you struggling to try to overcome that, say, Lord, I need you. Say, Lord, I, I'm trying to get into, into your word, but every time I do, you know, these other thoughts pop into my mind. You see, you, you want to come to God with everything. You know, he already knows where you're struggling, so all He needs you to do is, is bring it to Him. He's never going to impose Himself on you. He's never going to take from you what you're not willing to give Him. And so say, you know, uh, you know say, Lord, I, I, I'm having difficulty focusing on Your Word. Uh, help me, Holy Spirit. Remind me to focus on your word. This is why I say, you know, don't get caught up now in, you know, I got to go, go and do med and meditate the word. No, your, your, your priority is the relationship. I focus on the relationship. I focus on the relationship, you see. And out of my relationship with God, I now, you know, now out of that relationship flows me meditating in the word. Out of that relationship will flow me uh, practicing his presence, you see. And so, if you're struggling, take it to him. Take it to him. Remember, it's about you laying your soul bare before him. You know, you let him into even the deepest, darkest places within you. That's how heart knowledge is cultivated. And you spend time with him and he'll show you some areas where you can improve. He's never going to condemn you. Uh, remember, we talked about that too, the gift of no condemnation. And We'll get into that again. That's the next uh, 
this number two in these uh, six ways. But he, he, he'll, he'll show you areas where you can improve when you let him in. And then he helps you, you see. What I want you to understand is, man, we're not talking about religiosity. Uh, we're not talking about stuff we just do at church. No, man, we're talking about being believers who have a living, organic relationship with the creator of heaven and earth. And he wants to be a part of every, every area of your life, man. Uh, let's look at real quick. Uh, we're pretty much out of time. Let's look at verse seven, verses seven and eight in the Amplify, and then I'll continue uh, this weekend. Um, verses seven and eight in the Amplified, he says, he says, if you live in me, he says, abide vitally united to me. You see, you got to understand that you're, you're abiding in him, man. It's not something you do when you got time to do it. No, abide vitally united to him means you understand it is a necessity. Guys, I want you to know, I have no problem with admitting this. Without God, I can do nothing. <laughs> you know, if I was trying to, you know, start this ministry on my own, rely upon my own, you know, ingenuity or whatever, uh, I mean, that would be a disaster, guys. <laughs> you know, I, I'm not afraid to admit, man, I need him. He's a vital necessity in my life. <laughs> Lord, I need you, you see. Uh, and, and, and man, that's where you want to be, you see. And so you live in him, you need him, you depend upon him, you rely upon him, you take everything to him, anything you're struggling with. And so he says, if you live in me, abide vitally united to me, and my words remain in you and continue to live in your hearts. You got his word in your heart, that's God becoming real in your heart. Amen. And now he says, my words continue to live in your hearts. He says, ask whatever you will, and it shall be done for you. Verse 8, when you bear, produce much fruit. My Father is honored and glorified. Praise God. And you show and prove yourselves to be true followers of mine. Praise God. And so, I want to leave you with this, guys. Focus on the relationship. Focus on the relationship. Spend time in His Word. Uh, listen to the word, uh, you know, take advantage of the resources we have here online. Because, man, you want to make sure you hear the, the word rightly divided. You don't want to listen to the word and it's all legalism. No, you know, take advantage of what we have here. You know, all of our teachings are available for free. You can download all the audios and just listen to these. Uh, immerse yourself in the word. Uh, have some scriptures that you're focusing on throughout the day. And really just talk to God, you know, practice living in this relationship with Him. And, and I'm telling you, man, stuff is going to start to change in your life. Hey guys, thanks so much for joining me today. Now remember, grace is a living reality that is alive in the heart of every born-again believer. Friends, I'm Alex Rubit. You have been listening to Grace to Your World. Be sure to join me again on Monday as we continue growing in our understanding of God's grace. Now, once again, to find out more about our ministry and to access the full-length audios of this and other teachings, simply head to alexrubitministries.org. And if this podcast has been a blessing to you, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. Help us to spread this good news of God's unmerited favor in and through the finished works of Jesus Christ. Christ. And one more thing, friends, if you'd like to support what God is doing in and through this ministry, you may do so by going to alexrubitministries.org forward slash give. 
Now I pray you continue to see God's grace manifesting richly in your life. Be sure to walk in his blessing, walk in his favor, walk in his goodness. And friends, I look forward to talking to you again on Monday's podcast.